This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Welcome back to another episode of Extreme Resurrection. I'm James Gruenberg, and alongside us with me always is Steve Riddle. Steve, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Glad to be back. We got an uh, interesting episode tonight because we are actually uh, going to be deviating off the course a little bit with a uh, with a non ECW show for uh, for for once. Yeah, um, it was surprising because, again, like you said, um, off air, we were talking about, oh, yeah, because I thought uh, the last time we did it um, in ECW recording, I looked at the schedule, I was like, oh, it's two shows and then the pay-per-view, and then I was like, oh, no, it's uh, you said it's not, it's uh, one show, and then it's, like, sandwiched between, like, you know, two shows, so every time we do two ECW shows, we, we usually do it, like, before the pay-per-view, but this time, since it's one night stand, we were like, oh, we'll do a live watch. And then we figured, oh, it's not between two shows. It's sandwiched. Uh, it's sandwiched between two shows as well. But we were in luck as there was a uh, a Saturday night's main event, surprisingly, um, on that Saturday before one night stand, which is June 3rd, 2007. And it must be hard to be a hook uh, at this time, like for this week, maybe it must be hard to be a pro wrestler because you're showing up on Raw, you're showing up on ECW, SmackDown, and then a Saturday night's main event, and then you go to pay-per-view. Like that that seems like a really long, like traveling schedule. But I think a lot of these shows were in uh, Canada as well. So um, it made it easier for uh, some of them since they were all in the same area. So it must have been like their Canada tour here, too. Yeah, kind of hit that little stretch there before, uh, like I said, before One Night Stand. Yep. Mm-hmm. So as we uh, get into, let's get into um, ECW here uh, on ECW, May 29th, 2007. We're live, and I believe we're from London, uh, London Ontario. Is That's it. Um, on a yes. ECW. Yeah, London, Ontario. Uh, Randy Orton comes to comes to the ring and he gives us a recap of Raw. Orton completely dominates Rob Van Dam to where the referee uh, stops the match. So a huge confrontation because Randy Orton is steaming off of his um, like destructive kick to Shawn Michaels that put him out of action. Rob Van Dam stepped up and said it's messed up what Randy Orton did to Shawn Michaels. So. RVD confronts uh, Randy Orton on Raw, and he says, hey, if you want a match, you got one. And um, Orton ends up just completely dominating RVD, like we said, to 
where the referee has to stop stop the match and uh, says RVD um, suffered a concussion. And then Randy Orton says that or um, Randy Orton says that RVD challenged him to a stretcher match. And as you'll see, Steve, as well, like throughout this whole like uh, ECW show here um, that. A lot of these matches uh, for the ECW side, like we really weren't like getting announced. They were just kind of like thrown to thrown together for the most part. Do you agree with that? Except yeah. at least for like the Bobby Lashley match, because that was mostly taking upon three shows, you know. But these other two matches that we have at One Night Stand, they're just really like thrown out of the blue together. Yeah, like you like you said. Um, besides Lashley, Vince, we didn't, you know, ECW was um, not represented well. And like you said, we got the announcement of like their two matches on this night. And uh, yeah, that um, that uh, that um, beat down Orton Gates RVD on Monday night was really brutal. I mean, you know, like he's a punting him in the head, and then that uh, that RKO that RVD took where he like got spiked right on the top of his head was <laughs> was really sick. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to like wonder if that was a work or did RVD actually really like get like a little like botched uh, RKO there too because he his eyes were like all like bug eyed and like wide open you know like to like where the point was like wow this might have been real and it's like RVD may not be able to to go because like it made it seem like Shawn Michaels had to retire you know and uh, that was the theme like you know that RVD I mean Randy Orton is just like you know, kicking all these guys and like, you know, ending their careers almost here as well. We'll get to, um, you know, the, uh, we'll get to RVD at one night stand as, uh, as well too. Um, but, uh, so we have Randy Orton, uh, challenging RVD, accepting RVD's challenge to a stretcher match. Tommy dreamer comes to the ring and challenges Orton to a match. So that'll be our, uh, main event here. If main event here, so it'll be Tommy Dreamer versus Randy Orton here tonight. Uh, good on Tommy uh, to represent the ECW Originals and sticking up for uh, RVD here. Yeah, you you figured uh, somebody was going to and and Dreamer is the is definitely the best option. <laughs> definitely not like Sam or anyone or somebody else. No, and like Tommy Dreamer is more reliable and more um more like um you know like. Uh, trustworthy to at least get a match out of Orton and to like I don't know if you can say like do a job correctly and stuff too you know to make Orton look good but this will be a good matchup here now we have CM Punk versus Elijah Burke which I did not know until it was announced by uh, Joey Styles on TV that this is a an extreme rules match here Mm mm-hmm yeah, the uh, the big rematch from Judge Judgment Day. Oh yeah, um, yep. Yeah, so we're still on CM Punk versus Elijah Burke. I forgot the, the, they did have like a match up here, so that feud's still going on. Kicks to Elijah's stomach, huge kicks to Elijah, a crossbody by Punk, huge clothesline to the outside by Punk, a drop kick to a chair, drop kick to a chair into Burke, huge elbow drop by Burke. Punk rolls up Burke for a two count. Insiguri by Punk. Knee to the face by a knee to the face. Um, knee to the face. Elijah then counters a bulldog. Punk misses a springboard. Punk throws a chair into Marcus Corvan's face after he tries to interfere. He tries to give Elijah Burke the GTS. 
but then gets but then that gets counted into a body blocker into a table by Burkis um, into a body blocker into a table, and then Elijah Bird gets the win. Uh, for this matchup, Steve, I went two and three quarters. I thought it was really, really good. And uh, even the finish was uh, good, too, with that devastating like, body blocker. I know they call it the pounce, but I think they got rid of calling it the pounce. They call it the body blocker now. Yeah, I went three stars. I really um, thought this was a good match. And as you, you we talked about, about how well, the ECW side it doesn't have a lot of representation at one night stand, we do get an announcement before the match that it's going to be Punk, Dreamer, and Sandman against the new breed of Burke, Corvan, and Stryker at um, at, ext- at one night stand in a tables match. Um, so we got um, so this is kind of the this is the match basically to build to that match. Um, yeah, the chemistry between these guys has been really good so far. They you know they had a great match at uh, Judgment Day, and then this one here is pretty good too. Um, you know they use they don't use a lot of the weapons, but they do get some good offensive. Punk looks you know good with his with his offense as does Burke, and then Corvan ultimately, like you said, makes the difference. Um, that that throw that chair throw from Punk to his head looks sick, and then like you said, the uh, the awesome pounce on Punk through the table uh, was a good great spot there, and a, kind of a good win for Burke after he uh, put Punk over at Judgment Day. He gets his win back here, and he gives the new breed some momentum going into One Night Stand. So a uh, good good outing by both guys here, and uh, the the loss doesn't hurt Punk that much because because it was Corvon that made the difference. Yeah, so uh, a good start to uh, the ECW show here tonight. And now we have um, basically a one final confrontation between uh, Mr. McMahon and RB, uh, Mr. McMahon and Bobby Lashley, I should say. Excuse me. Uh, Mr. McMahon starts off by mocking the names of Joey and Tess. He goes, Joey sounds like somebody in the third grade. Oh, hey, Joey. <laughs> and then he just starts like mocking Taz's name. Like, and uh, so. He's like still like oh, I hate ECW, and then um, well, Lashley is confident in beating Mister Man on Sunday. Mister Man is saying Lashley is stepping into his world. Um, says that this is Lashley's last stand. So very strong words between the two. Mister Man really like give lashing out the evil words and like saying like this is your last chance. You're done after this. You know, really giving Lashley like you know all the confidence he needs to beat Mr. Man in the street fight, but Mr. Man is really like saying, you're not going to win here. So I thought this was a good confrontation leading up to the match. Yeah, this was, this was fine. Um, like you said, Vince uh, mocking Joey and Taz was funny because he's knocking Joey and Taz's lap, but then he t- turns to Taz and that shut Taz up pretty quick. Um, yeah. yeah, they just kind of went, um, you know, constantly, like, I mean, it's like you're trying to one guy's trying to talk and the other guy's like constantly interrupting them. It was kind of, you know, they're just kind of doing that little back and forth. And, you you know, obviously, you know, Vince is going to have some some plan up his sleeve, given that it is going to be a street fight. Um, but I like how Lashley continue. you know, he looks cool and confident. He thinks he's got this in the bag. Um, but, you know, he has to think that Vince is going to have something planned for him. And it's not going to be as simple as he thinks he is. Mm hmm. Yeah. So then uh, we get another uh, recap of uh, Monday Night Raw with uh, Randy Orton taking out RVD. And then we have Kevin Thorne versus Balls Mahoney. This is um, this is like uh, one of Kevin's like first times without uh, Ariel by his side here. 
uh, as Ariel did get released uh, in the last week's uh, recap episodes. So it's Kevin Thorne versus Balls Mahoney. Punches the balls. Huge clothesline by Thorne. Thorne sends balls into the ring post. Thorne then hits what he calls an original sin on balls for the win. Uh, I went one star. This is just a uh, this is a squash here, but um, I, I still like I still like Thorne's presence. Um, I still like him. Uh, you know, he is um, he, he's doing all these like sick moves and stuff. You know, like he's really just uh, being up everybody here, or the, at least being up the jobbers of ECW. But he does a good performance with it too. Like you know, he does seem a little bit vicious in the ring. Yeah, I went three quarters of a star. It was pretty much like you said, a squash. Um, Ball's got a few like shots in, but um, but he pretty much you know put does the job for Thorne. Who actually, I I thought the uh, sit down spinebuster that Thorne gave the balls was pretty good, and then he mm-hmm. you know managed to you know power him up onto his shoulders and before uh, getting them on the ropes for the uh, for the original sin. So a good little show of strength there by Thorne, who you're. At this point, you're still not really sure where where he's going. Um, like you said, now that he's no longer got Ariel, um, I've said before that uh, she was the one thing that made him interesting, and now that she's gone, um, it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes from here. So obviously, they're still they still think highly enough of him to give him you know a win like this. So, um, but it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, we'll see where he goes from here. Yep, and then backstage we have the Major Brothers and Striker, Matt Striker, um, backstage. Uh, Striker calls RVD scared. He says that RVD is a coward and RVD can't handle Randy Orton. And the Major Brothers are like, well, we beat, we beat you. And then, um, you know, Striker is like, well, I got my, I got my win back, you know. And, you know, uh, Stryker is then talking about the upcoming draft as well. Um, so keep in mind, it's like you have three, uh, four, um, four shows here. Um, you know, you have uh, Raw, SmackDown, ECW, actually five. Raw, SmackDown, ECW, Saturday Night's Main Event, um, and One Night Stand. And then now you're like throwing into a draft here, too. So lots of stuff uh, being uh, placed for like the, you know, the future of 07 here uh, as we uh, get prepared for another draft here as well. Um, and then uh, Stryker um, gives a challenge to face him in a uh, one-on-one match with one of the major brothers, I think. I don't think it was a handicap match. So we'll see one of the major brothers versus uh Matt striker next week on ECW after uh one night stand coverage. So we, we got that to look forward to. Yeah. Like you said, pretty much just a simple back and forth here between striker and the majors. And like you said, you know, we're, we're not even through the pay-per-view yet. They're already hyping up the draft coming up. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. If uh, you know, we, we've kind of talked a couple of times about how the, uh, the ECW roster is kind of thin. So maybe this, mm-hmm. uh, this draft will be a good opportunity to kind of replenish the, uh, the stock here as it were, and get some good, good guys. in. yeah. And like, again, we're only covering the ECW shows. If you wanted to do a recap, they should have done like, a raw recap of Mr. McMahon announcing the draft. I don't even know if he did or not on the raw before, but um, it's just so weird that like out of nowhere on ECW, they're talking about the draft. It's like, well, when was the draft announced, you know, and stuff like that. So from our end, it's like, Oh snap, we have the draft coming up too, which we know like the draft is there, but it's like randomly just talked about by striker, you know? 
Right. Well, actually, according to uh, history of WWE, um, Vince did actually announce the night before on Raw there would be a draft in two weeks. So, um, uh, so it was out. So it was out there. It's just that, like you said, yeah. yeah why not? Why not get a uh, you know recap quickly before uh, before Stryker mentions it? Yeah, going into like a pay per view as well. You know, because again, they showed it twice of um, RVD getting his getting dominated by Orton. So you couldn't slip in that Mister McMahon said there'd be a draft. Huh? Yeah, some some things. <laughs> but now, but now we have um our ECW main event. It is Randy Orton versus Tommy Dreamer. Shoulder tackle by Orton, drop kick by Orton to the outside. Orton hits Tommy in the stomach really hard. A suplex off the middle rope by Tommy. Orton misses a drop kick. A bulldog and a sit down power bomb to Randy. A drop kick to Orton's face. Orton counters the DDT for an RKO, and then Orton wins. So Tommy Dreamer does that like baseball slide with the chair in the Orton's face. <laughs> then um, Tommy goes to the DDT, but then that gets countered into an RKO. Um, for this matchup, Steve, um, I went a two and a quarter. I thought it was good, uh, you know, mostly just offense uh, and dominating by Tom, by Orton until like the end uh, where Tommy got his shots in. But again, you know, I think Orton was going to win this match. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before like uh, he got the uh, RKO in as well to take out another um, ECW original here. So in two and a quarter. Yeah, I went two stars. It was it was fine for what it was. Like I said, uh, Orton kind of dominated. Dreamer got his uh, big spot, his shots in at the end, and, um, including like that nice inverted DDT for a two. And then, like you said, uh, Orton countering the DDT into the RKO to get the clean win. Um, yeah. So pretty much, you know, giving him some momentum going to one night stand. Uh huh. And then before we uh, get out of here, um, another RKO. And a punt to Tommy. And then RVD comes out, but Orange just throws him down because, like, RVD seems like he's still in concussion protocol mode. Like, he's like, oh, snap. Like, I can't do this. Like, wow. You know? Um, so, like, RVD is, like, still out of it. And it's like, is RVD going to be all right to fight Orton in this uh, stretcher match here as well? So, you know, uh, we do have, like, uh, good stuff looking forward uh, going into One Night Stand. Um, you know, it's like not only do we have, um, you know, the ECW street fight, we have the tables match, uh, John Cena versus the Great Khali, um, on Monday night, uh, from Monday Night Raw on the for the WWE title, and I believe that was a last man standing match with the Great Khali, and then we also, or that I think that might have been like a false count anywhere. I think it was one of the mm-hmm. two. Yeah, I think it's false count anywhere. I thought it was a last man standing match, but it's a false count anywhere. And then on the SmackDown side, we have Edge versus uh, Batista here um, at um, One Night Stand for the uh, World Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, on paper, it's a pretty, you know, it looks like a pretty good card. I mean, we saw some of the good, you know, that Cena, uh, Kali kind of over-delivered at Judgment Day. Um, Batista and Edge maybe under-delivered, under-delivered a little bit, but now that they're going to be inside a cage, maybe they'll do, you know, have it better. Um, obviously, now we finally get Lashley getting, you know, the one-on-one match with Vince um, to see what that's, you know, how that's going to do. And then, like you said, you got the tables match and uh, the stretcher match to kind of uh, balance out, you know, our, uh, ECW's um, um, 
um, participation in the pay-per-view. So, um, so on paper, it does you know look like it's going to be a fairly decent show. Yeah. Um, so like we said, like we said here as well, um, usually we do, uh, two episodes of ECW and then the pay-per-view. That's what we try and do. But again, um, the pay-per-view got sandwiched between the ECW shows, but luckily we found out that there is a Saturday night's main event. Um, and it is also in Canada. This is in, uh, Toronto, Canada here. So it's Saturday night's main event. I believe it's like um, June, yeah, June second, two thousand seven. Here, right before a one night stand. So uh, a lot of traveling, like we said, with the superstars, and uh, you know they're on like tour of uh, Canada, basically here before they go to pay per view. But again, their bodies must be tired, you know, at least for like those who are like have to wrestle like three times, uh, three times a week. You know, you wrestle on SmackDown, you wrestle on. Saturday night's main event, then you go to pay-per-view tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though this was, this was honestly pre-taped, um, I believe they, they taped it the night, the after, uh, after the raw. So, um, oh. so the Toronto crowd got themselves a nice little, um, you know, nice little night of wrestling there, but yes, yeah, still just all, all that action going in, in one week is, you know, it's, it's a lot to handle. Oh, wow. I didn't even know they taped it after Raw. Good call there. Thank you. Yeah, because I was like, there's no way they did this on Saturday before pay-per-view. No, no, no. Um, But yeah, so wow, interesting there. So yeah, we're live in Toronto. But it would make you think that it's like, wow, they went to Toronto and then they went to pay-per-view? Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so we start off with um, the, the, uh, the Raw side of things as we have John Cena versus the Great Khali. Here, as we uh, mentioned before, it's a Falls Count Anywhere match uh, tomorrow on uh, One Night Stand here. Um, so we do have punches and a shoulder tackle by Cena. But Kali just, uh, like, shakes it off, basically. Kali hits Cena with uh, huge chops, a huge elbow to Cena, a big boot to Cena. Kali is completely dominating Cena throughout like, this matchup here. Kali counters the... Kali counters the FU, and then Kali slams Cena to the mat, basically. And then out of nowhere, like he gets the pin. Uh, for this matchup here, um, Steve, I went two stars. It's good to see Cena here. Um, and like, you know, and Kali is a major threat here, you know, because Cena could barely even lift um Kali up. He was always trying to get the uh the FU at the time, the attitude adjustment, and Cena cannot lift uh, Great Kali here, and uh, he, Kali just dominated um, Cena here. So I went two stars. It was a good showing by Great Kali and his strength. And John Cena is going to need enough, going to need a lot of strength to take down Kali and cover him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went um, a star and three quarters. Um, like you said, pretty much a you know dominating performance by Kali. Um, Obviously, this was not title, so because they had the title match the next night, um, oh. and yeah, they're just kind of putting over like you know, they're kind of playing up more the fact that Cena got lucky at Judgment Day because yeah, Kali may have tapped, um, but his leg was under the rope, so it shouldn't have counted. So you know, they've got that uh, kind of gave that out there that Kali, you know, you know, deserved another re- deserved a rematch, and I mean, you know, anything Cena tried, he got you know, Kali had accounted for, and then yeah, for him to pin Cena clean like that you know, was quite a shock because Cena was getting, you know, wasn't doing a lot of clean jobs at this point. You know, he was like, I think what, almost like 
like nine months into his title reign so far and to see him like lose cleanly like this was a shock and you know put some doubt into how is he gonna how's he gonna beat Kali the next night like you said like with false with false count anywhere um so if anything this might be to this point probably you know one of Kali's biggest wins aside from uh the judgment day win a year ago against Taker yep so then um after the match, uh, Kali says that, um, well, Raja Singh says for Kali that he will beat Cena for the title tomorrow night at one night stand. So, uh, you know, Kali needs the translator, but like Kali's making it clear that he will be WWE champion tomorrow night at one night stand. So uh, Cena's got a tough battle ahead of him. And now we have a um, uh, an arm wrestling contest between Mr. McMahon and Bobby Lashley, but... Uh, this is nothing really because Mr. Man comes out, he's hesitant, and then he goes, Oh, well, here's your real opponent, it's Mark Henry. And then all hell basically like breaks Luke's Mark Henry beats up Lashley. Lashley spears Mark Henry, but then Mr. Man cheap shots cheap shots Lashley to get like the final word in before uh one night stand here. So it looked like, oh, they're gonna have an arm wrestling contest, out comes Mark Henry, they get a brawl in. Lashley dominates what Mr. McMahon gets the last word in, like he always does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this again, kind of like the last like shot for Vince here. Um, it was, you know, you knew you knew going in that there was no way Vince was gonna go into an arm wrestling match with Lashley, that again he was gonna pull a swerve and he does by bringing out Henry. And um and they as it's funny, they didn't even, you know, go that long. I mean, I think Henry, you know, looked like he was gonna win it first, then Lashley came back, but then Henry pretty much attacks him. And then like you said, Lashley does catch him with a really good spear, and then Vince gets, you know, the chair shot in from behind, um, to kind of like you say, get the last salvo in on Lashley going into the into the match at the pay-per-view. Yep. So now we have our um our SmackDown side of things here as well. We have a tag team matchup. Um so the theme of the night is like strongest, smallest, and strangest. Um, and biggest. Yeah, biggest too. So I think we've seen the biggest from the um, we've seen the biggest from Great Khali. We've seen the strongest between Bobby Lashley and Mark Henry. Now we're just getting a straight like wrestling match here, and we'll see the smallest and the strangest as well as we uh, move along here too, because uh, in the um, in the uh, interview before this matchup here, um, I think it's Crystal who asked um, Edge. She's like, "Well, which one are you?" It's like, um, "I'm nothing," because you know why we don't we don't play that game here. You know, we we just go out and we're gonna wrestle uh, tonight, and I'm gonna beat uh, Batista and Rey Mysterio before this um, before I go into uh, one night stand here. So um, you know, just a good uh, old old classic uh, tag match. Uh, it is Batista and Chris Benoit versus Edge and MVP. MVP and Benoit start. Crossface the MVP, but uh, he gets the ropes. Tagged to Edge. Chopped by Benoit. Batista tosses MVP into the ring, like just manhandles him into the ring. Tagged to Benoit. German suplexes the MVP. MVP rolls out of uh, the way of Benoit's diving headbutt. A gut wrench suplex by MVP, an insecurity to Edge, a tag to Batista. And then, like, Edge is basically, like, dives out here. Um, so uh, Edge towers his way out. Um, 
and he just walks away from it, leaving MVP to suffer a huge clothesline MVP, a spine buster, and then a diving headbutt for the win. For this matchup, Steve, um, I went two and three quarters. Um, it was good. Uh, good solid matchup here, but again, Edge plays like the coward heel, so like he walks away scot-free, basically, and then poor MVP has to suffer the brutal uh, brutal attacks and uh, brutal moves by Benoit and Batista here. Yeah, I went two and a quarter. It was a pretty standard tag match you usually get on these Saturday night's main events. Um, by the way, that interview with Edge, it was uh, Maria that was interviewing him. Oh, um, yeah. I thought it was Crystal for some reason. And did yeah, you notice yeah. also, uh, Steve, um, that the Divas were taking turns um, announcing the matches? Because in the first one with the Great Khali versus uh, John Cena, I had no idea what it was. I was like, did W. Did WWE just find a random announcer for tonight? And I was like, please tell me this lady is not going to announce every matchup. And then I was like, no, it's not. It's like Tori Wilson. It's Candice Michelle. So, like, you know, they were taking turns. But I could not identify who had the John Cena, Great Khali match, you know. Uh, so that was Ashley, actually. Ashley Massaro. Oh, Jeez, <laughs> wow. And, and then, Chris, well, Crystal had... Um, <laughs> She did the intro for the uh, for the arm wrestling contest. Um, so, yeah, so that's so yeah, so but yeah, then uh, like I said, you know, like you said, yeah, Tori Wilson did this match, um, which I think, like you said, yeah, that was interesting. They had the divas kind of work the guest ring announcer spots, um, but back to the match, yeah, it was a good little match here. Um, MVP has definitely come a long way since his debut since his debut last fall, and I think the series he's had with Benoit has definitely helped him out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly, and like you said, Edge pretty much being the chicken shit heel, he always he only comes in when Benoit's in the match. He always takes a run when Batista comes in, and then uh, MVP, you know, takes a good you know ass kicking there at the end. Like you said, Edge t- uh, takes a walk, and uh, Batista and Benoit finish off MVP there at the end. So, um, you know, again, decent little tag match. Give Batista some momentum going to the pay per view, and kind of gives Benoit one last victory over MVP. Mm-hmm. And so now for the strangest match here, we have in a tag team matchup, we have Hornswoggle and Finley versus Boogeyman and Little Boogeyman. Punches in a huge in a huge splash by Boogeyman. Little Boogeyman gets a DD uh Little Boogeyman gets a DDT. And then um basically like Finley just drop kicks little boogeyman. A big boot by Finley, and that's pretty much it. So uh, Finley and Hornswoggle like win the matchup here. It was a fun match, uh, a little quirky. Um, I went. I think this is uh, going a little too high for this uh, side match. I went three quarters of a star. I thought it was entertaining. Usually you would give this like a dud or a quarter star. I went three quarters of a star. You know, it was kind of fun between like the two tag teams and a little comedic here and there you can't get away with that here on tv today though <laughs> right uh, yeah so i i'm a three quarters of a star too um kind of funny this is actually a rematch from no way out um these oh. two teams went at it <laughs> went at it then um and it was the same result too finley and hornswoggle winning um but yeah pretty much just a comedy match um continuing the um the rotating door of the divas announcing we have Candice Michelle for this one. And um, yeah, pretty much just, you know, nothing here. Uh, Boogeyman and little boogie do their thing. 
Um, Finley actually beats that crap out of Little Boogie there. Yeah. Um, especially him, you know, he caught him stiff with that uh, big boot to win the match. So, um, again, nothing, nothing much here. Just a quick comedy match to kind of keep things going and give, uh, and give Finley at least a little win. Yeah, and the fun does not stop as uh, Boogeyman and Little Boogeyman uh, chase Hornswoggle and Finley around, or at least Hornswoggle around, because we have an extreme expose going on uh, in the ring, and Hornswoggle uh, is being chased around by Little Boogeyman. Um, they um, they lift up Layla and Brooke up on their shoulders and have like a chicken fight. Um, and like, so like they're all falling around and stuff. It's kind of comedic, you know, how these women, like how the, um, these little people are kind of looking up like the skirts a little bit and like just having this like funny chicken fight. I'm really surprised that they could hold the girls up like, you know, and stuff like it it was, it was funny, you know, like uh, them doing this little chicken fight spot here. And Hornswoggle has said on interview that he'd rather wrestle El Torito uh, instead of um, little boogeyman because El Torito had more talent and like could actually work, you know? No, that's not that's not a shock. I mean, you see, little boogeyman. He's, you know, <laughs> you're not expecting much work rate out of him. No, um, he probably has no training. There's like, yeah, let's just bring him out, see what he can do. And it's like, uh, really not that much. Yeah, um, yeah. This again, like I said, pretty much filler here. Uh, Extreme Expose. Um, you know, we saw they were on ECW and like the. Their performance on ECW, I thought, was actually kind of tame and kind of, you know, kind of average here. They definitely look like a little bit better. And uh, although you can see uh, clearly um, kind of a hack editing job by the by the producers um, with them, where they're kind of going back and forth between the three, you know, they're clearly it's clearly edited. Um, And then, like you said, uh, Horsewalker getting chased backstage at one point. um, They run into crime time and Dusty Rhodes. um, So kind of. Good little, cool little cameo from uh, from the dream there, and then like you said, they come out and they t- they do the uh, they put you know they like you said put Layla and uh, Brooke on the shoulders and they do the ch- they do the chicken fight, which uh, the girls look like they would rather be rather do anything else but that, <laughs> but it's like they uh-huh. knew that they had to. Um, so again, just basic stuff here, just kind of you know give some more comedy on the show. Yeah. So um, speaking of comedy, um, here is a. Um, here's a matchup here, I guess, like, um, oh, yeah, well, no, it wasn't the strangest, but, like, it did seem like it was strange. Uh, Finley and uh, the little boogeyman and uh, Hornswoggle match was, was supposed to be the smallest. This is where the strangest uh, comes into play here. This is our um, our main event, but it did seem like, just because of, like, it was strange, like, you have a leprechaun and a boogeyman, or, like, a monster basically fighting each other, but... Here's a strange tag team combination. I don't know how, <laughs> who decided this should go on last, or how they, um, or how they got this roster uh, for this main event. This is ridiculous, in my opinion. Steve, you have Kane, Doink the Clown, and Eugene versus Umaga, Viscera, and Kevin Thorne. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, pretty much. Oh gosh, let me go over this one, please. Uh, Doink yes. and Thorn, 
Doink and Thorn start off a clothesline to Doink and tag to Eugene. Eugene gets a big boot, a tag to Viscera, a side slam by Viscera to um, to Eugene, and then Thorn gives Eugene a flapjack. Umaga then goes to work on Eugene. Eugene tags in Kane, a sidewalk slam to Thorn, flying clothesline by Kane, and then a choke slam to Viscera for the win. Uh, for this matchup, Steve, I went a star and a half. I went a star and a half too. And if you if you think this match was crazy, the apparently the original advertised match. Um, how about th- how about this one? It was supposed to be an eight man tag. It was supposed to be Umaga, Viscera, Thorn, and Doink on one side, oh. and their and their op- well, here here's their opponents. It was supposed their opponents were Kane, oh. Shannon Moore, Goldust. <laughs> And and Kamala. Okay. Uh, I didn't even know Shannon Moore was still on the roster. Wait, how? Like this must have been back in like early, like like late oh six or early oh seven, you know? Because like Shannon Moore's gone. I'm pretty sure Kamala was still doing some appearances. I didn't even know that Goldust was on the roster at this time. Holy crap! Well, yeah, well, apparently the reason they didn't do it is because Goldust had backed out a few days before the taping. So that's why they ended up changing it here, which considering I think Goldust, I think is in TNA like a month later, um, it would have been interesting to see him here. But, yeah, can you imagine that eight man tag? I can't. And I don't know if I want to or not. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, some of the. Interesting switch-ups here. And, of course, uh, I forgot this was when Eugene was doing his, like, little superhero um, gimmick. Yeah, this has, is like, definitely his last uh, stand here as well. Like, you, this is, like, one of, like, Eugene's, like, last stands as well here. Um, like, they're, they're just really, like, writing off this character from what was a really great and fun character in 04 and a little bit in 05 as well. He has fallen off here. Uh, in 06 and 07. So, like, he's on his last legs here as well. Yeah, and, um, I mean, but uh, he did look good as the face in peril in the match, and, um, it's, you know, Thorne, Umaga, and Viscera, I thought, looked, you know, didn't look half bad. It was like a monster team. And then, um, and then Kane, you know, comes in, cleans house, and uh, he got some good height on uh, Viscera with that choke slam. so good on him for that. Um mm-hmm. It, I mean, again, the match was what it was. It was, again, another, you know, you got six unique characters there, um, you know, to have the, you know, get involved. But I do, I do think, though, that um, Umaga and Kane are definitely kind of above this. Like, they shouldn't be involved in this. Like, I mean, Kane's no. got a, Kane's got a big match at, um, at one night stand against Mark Henry. It's going to be a lumberjack match, um, oh. but they don't have any interaction. And then you, you know, Umaga is going to have some sort of involvement in the Lashley Vince match. Um, but he doesn't even get involved with, you know, when Vince and Lashley go at it. So it's just kind of weird that they've stuck both of those guys in here, um, in this kind of, you know, basically this, you know, this freak show of attack match. So, um, I mean, if anything gives Kane a win, I mean, mm-hmm. to go to go into the pay-per-view. So, but yeah, just really bizarre. Yeah, very bizarre to uh, have this uh, close the show instead of uh, Cena, Cena and Kali here. Um, but whatever they say goes, basically. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that was also the, you know, the standard formula for Saturday Night's Main Event was your biggest match opened the show and then you had the filler yeah. at the end. So then you send the fans home happy with like, you know, uh, a favorite like Kane to 
win. So uh, it was good on them here. So that's going to wrap it up for um, um, Saturday night's main event, basically. And uh, as we prepare to go into um, One Night Stand, like we said, we're going to do a watch along of One Night Stand on our next uh, paper, uh, on our next um, episode here. Um, But before we go, Steve, is there anything that you want to direct the listeners to? Yeah, so you can usually find me over on the PTV Pop Experience. I have my usual shows there. Um, the Video Jukebox Song of the Day, Making Rat Rushmore, and Pop Goes the Classics. We just um, actually dropped a recent episode of that where me, Andy, and Miranda talked Fantasia 2000. So we're now into a new decade for Disney. Um, a decade that's not very um, well-received, so it'll be interesting, interesting to see uh, how those films definitely hold up. Uh, I also made my debut on Cronoso over on the North-South Connection feed. Um, just dropped recently talking uh, the, uh, Don Morocco versus Ted DiBiase from WrestleMania 4. Uh, so lots of good discussion there about you know the, the WWF Championship Tournament. So be sure to uh, listen to that. Uh, other than that, you can usually find me over on the PTB Facebook group. Lots of good stuff going on there, including our tournaments currently, uh, where we are determining the greatest song of the 2000s. So a lot of uh, some big entries in there. Um, one of them being the uh, the theme song for ECW. Of course, Drowning Pool's um, "Bodies" is oh, in yeah. there. So uh, so be sure to get in there and uh, get in there and vote. Yeah, um, lots of stuff going on there. I got to get back into the Facebook group actually because <laughs> I had a little long mishap, so I'm missing all the voting. I was like, oh wow, this tournament's still going on. But uh, yeah, so it's, gonna, it's gonna be going in. on for a while. So yeah, I got time to get back in there. You know, yep. Um, well, as for me, you can all besides this podcast on uh, the Place V Nation Wrestling feed. You can also find me on. I host my own podcast on the Place V Nation feed as well. Uh, Nation Invasion, um, in, and you're going to be on my next episode as we cover the uh, infamous Tacoma, Washington show on July 2nd, uh, 2001. Um, but I just uh, had that recap episode with uh, Rocco Martone and, um, you know, the back-to-back Madison Square Garden shows after King of the Ring 2001, where WCW really turned up the heat. Booker T got his hands on Vince McMahon, and the under- uh, Diamond Dallas Page has made it personal with um with the Undertaker again attacking him and Sarah and cutting Sarah's hair off. Uh, so I did those episodes with Rocco Martone, and also Booker T gets his hands on us uh, on um, Stone Cold on SmackDown too. So really intensifying the heat up with um you know the uh, the WCW roster and this invasion is coming to a head here as well. Uh, so you'll be on that uh. Ep- that uh, infamous uh, Raw and SmackDown where uh, it was Buff Bagwell versus Booker T. So the WCW matches are starting uh, this week in shows. And um, you can catch me on uh, 9021NOSO. I did the last episode, uh, Season 2, Episode 17, Beverly Hills 90210. Chucky's back with JT and Tim on that feed. A uh, really good episode. Uh, it's about like Steve, um, you know, finding out that uh, Chucky's arch nemesis growing up knew he was adopted. And Steve wants to know where he comes from and uh, to find like his real mom and everything. And also David and Donna uh, announced that they are going steady as Donna plants a kiss on David. So really good episode there and uh, dropping real soon as well. Um I did an episode of JT and Ryan's Excellent Adventure. I covered the first 
a WWE Confidential episode with them. It's a list of uh, first uh, episodes of TV shows. Not the best because there's not like um, there's no wrestling going on on Confidential, but great stories of uh, Shawn Michaels revealing that he knew about the Montreal Screwjob, and you get into uh, Trish Stratus's like uh, a tour of Trish Stratus's first house. So lots going on uh, over on uh, JT and Ryan's Excellent Adventure too, and a lot of stuff uh, going on uh, between the four networks that we have here on the place to be feed well that's going to do it from us here on place to be on extreme resurrection i'm james grunberg he's steve riddle and we will see you next time for when we watch wwe's one night stand thank you folks